Hello and welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. We've got a bit of special today, all about the PlayStation 4 announcement. My name is Matt Lees and I'm joined by Steve Burns. Hello. Matthew Nellis. Hello. And Tom Ori. Hello. So, PlayStation 4 got announced last night quite late. Mm. I've had much mm. sleep. I'm eyeballed up with coffee. Um, I'm still quite excited though. How are you guys feeling overall? Pretty excited, yeah. Yeah. Pretty excited. Good. The, the buzz is kind of still still there with me a bit. I think I might be coming down coffee. from the buzz already now. You're on yeah. your come down. I was about five minutes ago, I was like, I'm going to pre-order this at yeah. lunchtime. And then I thought, maybe I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you flip-flopped. Yeah. I think it's already. really hard with these things. I was obviously on, on Twitter and the internet last night just being incredibly snarky because mm. I can't help but That's make your jokes. online personality. It's what I do. I, I, mm. But at the same time, I am... I am kind of torn between two halves of I am quite positive about it in many regards, but also there are lots of things to concern. But I do think especially with these things, they, they squeeze in, even though they elongate, the presentation was about two hours. It's a long A lot longer than it needs to be. But they still, they try and talk about so many things that almost you you feel like uh, a lot of the stuff sweeps over you and you feel like you've, mm. you've glossed over some of the things that are actually quite exciting mm. Be- because you got bored by yeah. maybe an overly long game presentation. So the idea of this podcast basically is just to go through uh, all the stuff we've seen and talk about it in a bit more depth and kind of use a bit of our industry insight to think about Ooh. what it might mean. We are for the biggest experts. To be fair, yeah. like actually, I've got to say, so a lot of the stuff that actually got announced last night, I've been predicting for a mm. long time. The whole guy kind yeah, of thing of too, being able to too. test games out, I've been saying that for like, Ever since they bought it, I was like, "That's what they're going to use." I've it for. been saying it's going to be called PlayStation Four forever. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so I knew. You said that I, yesterday. I knew. Yeah. 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 In fact, I might actually sue them. Yeah, I mm. think you should, Steve. It's mm. definitely your idea. Yeah. Mm. I think that's an old Ali G joke as well. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm going to be sued for for stealing that. So it's all a big, it's all a big sue roundabout. Yeah. But anyway, let's start off with some of the hard facts about the PlayStation Four. Like some of the stuff we know. Obviously, um, one of the biggest deal details we need to cover straight away is the fact they didn't actually show it, mm. which no. is kind Doesn't of exist. Becoming a trend, isn't it? Because they didn't do that with the Wii U either. They just went, there's yeah. a controller, and then we're, yeah. we're worse console. To be honest, that doesn't bother me so much. I think they they told me everything as a pen, pen, potential consumer. They told me everything I wanted to know initially. Yeah. And that's about the architecture. What if it's bigger than your TV? That would be disappointing. <laughs> Certainly, yeah. That's an issue. It's not it going would to be, be though, an issue. It? Because no, it's yeah. all just, it's just a PC. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, essentially, it's just a PC. So it's it's a x86 uh, CPU. So they've done away with the whole cell nonsense. Yeah, and they I kind knew of, they were, yeah. They kind of acknowledged that. They're like, look, they didn't explicitly say it, but they're like, yo, we're, it's going to be x86 CPU. It's going to be super easy to develop. They had develop to do for. that, though. It's, it's quite Absolutely. sad because I think, again, this is probably one of the reasons why... Um, uh, some of the games that they showed last night weren't terribly uh, interesting or exciting, mainly because mm. the stuff that was really cool, uh, yeah. Watch Dogs mainly, we'd already seen before. Yeah. Mm. But I think that's because probably like Naughty Dog, they've spent years training them to use the cell architecture. Yeah, yeah. And now they've sort of gone, well, we have to abandon that. Yeah, you can, you can develop like everyone else now. Because I talked to, I was having a... PC architecture. I was having a sort of off-camera conversation with Todd Batty, uh, who uh, was the lead guy on the SSX game that came out. A really, uh-huh. really smart, savvy guy last year. And I was saying, well, how is this going to work? Like... Because you've got these divergent technologies of the cell and the normal PC processor. Mm-hmm. Is that going to get like harder next gen if Sony carry on? And he's like, yeah, like it's going to be impossible right. to make games for both. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. That's, that would have been a massive <laughs> problem. So I, I guess it's if you're a hardcore Sony fanboy, it might seem like a kick in the teeth. But I think it is for the best. It's a climb down, I don't though, think so. it? It's a big climb down. I mean, I love Ken Kataragi. I think he gets a really bad rap. For going totally curts, let's face it. Um, <laughs> I've gone into the jungle and yeah, made my own console. Pretty much. But he, you know, the father of PlayStation, he, you know, he's responsible for a lot of what we have today. Um, 
And, you know, when he was saying things like, you'll have to, you know, get a second job and it'll instill <laughs> discipline in your children <laughs> and all of this. And, and Stop it, eating Nutella, Timmy. Yeah. We need a PlayStation 3. <laughs> it, it felt very much like a, like a climb down, which I, I agree it should have been. Mm-hmm. It felt like they were winking going, and it will just be really easy to develop for. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry for all of that. Without you know? saying yeah. sorry, they pretty much said sorry. Yeah, yeah they apologised for a lot of stuff indirectly, really. Especially, mm-hmm. I, I do think that one of the most interesting things about last night is, it's one of the things that's very hard to, to put across in a, in a presentation like that, but they did keep saying, look, we have made this really easy for developers yeah. to work with. Mm-hmm. And I think you can't really discount that because that's the complete opposite of what the PlayStation exactly. 3 was. Exactly. And I mean... I think as well, what you have to understand with that is it's not just about the actual hardware. It's not just about like the RAM and the specs. Mm-hmm. It's also about how flexible you are as a platform. And I think that's something that Microsoft have been really, really poor at this generation is is that aspect of it. Like, you know, it being reported that it's like 50 grand to patch a game on Xbox yeah, Live yeah. and loads of horror stories about people working with um, Xbox Live Arcade games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously you do have success stories, but far more of them. I mean, even the indie games thing was just mm. a complete mess. Yeah, and yeah. so it's it's really fascinating to see them bringing up on stage. It's almost like what was said isn't as relevant in this thing. It's, it's mm-hmm. reading between the lines. You've got Jonathan Blow coming Jonathan up on Blow stage up, yeah. and saying, I'm self-publishing mm-hmm. on the thing. But then you've also got Blizzard, who are notoriously was... like, we only do things our way. <laughs> so that means all of their systems, like Blizzard, Dot net and mm-hmm. the battle.net, sorry, and um, the auction house are presumably going to be yeah, accessible. Yes. And I mean, for Sony to open the doors like that and basically go, we're just a platform now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of naysayers are saying, oh, they've got it completely wrong. It's still just a powerful box. And it's like, yeah, but what, what we're, we're always going to need a powerful do. box to do yeah, something. Exactly. Like. exactly. It was always going to be a powerful machine. There's no doubt. It's just like eight gig of RAM. That's, that's nice. Um, I think Mark, was it Mark Rain? Um, sort of mentioned this morning or overnight. He was really impressed. He, he was super impressed by. Of course, by, he already knew this. But yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> now he can publicly <laughs> say it. Um, but yeah, eight gig RAM. That's a lot of RAM. Hey, I've got eight gig on my PC. Again, it the new PlayStation is just a super PC. It's just a super PC. Having said that, there are some of the technical things that they talked about last night, which I think are actually really quite impressive. Mm-hmm. And maybe <clears throat> aren't in PCs or would be hard to implement in PCs. Um, some of those things are. The one that really impressed me is that you've got a separate chip for processing downloads and uploads. Yeah. Yes. So if you want to upload a video of yourself live casting a game, mm-hmm. then you can go, oh, yeah, upload that video of yeah. me playing that game um, and then carry on playing a game yeah. Yeah. And without any detriment. And I think having that, that kind of compartmentalized processing is really important because that kind of killed <laughs> a lot of stuff like... Like the Connect with Xbox yeah. is here. Really cool technology, really cool. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, yeah, but it uses like 20% of the Xbox yeah, exactly. CPU. Hogs, so hogs resources. we can't use that. Like. Yeah, exactly. The, they're kind of doing the Blizzard, Blizzard thing. We were talking about this the other day, how Blizzard games, uh, specifically like StarCraft 2, yeah. you can download it. And as it's downloading, as, long as, as soon as it's downloaded enough, you then you can start playing and mm. then it'll download in the background. We're saying that is amazing. Yeah. PlayStation 4 is going to do that now. They definitely needed it because it's it's slow enough downloading mm-hmm. a PS3 game on yeah. a PS3. Like it's going to be like a 20 gig PS4 game. Exactly. And I wonder, I, I mean, I, I don't know how this works, but I wonder if it is a case of do they have to optimize their games to work for it? Or mm-hmm. is it because they're disc-based media yeah. that they have the advantage of, that you wouldn't have with a PC game perhaps of not having to work it out as much because you literally just stream the information in the order it would be read off mm, the CD yeah, anyway? Maybe. Yeah, exactly. I've got, my feeling is that it'll be that you can access one like key part of this game yeah. and then like like for example a racing game 
you might not be able to go and choose any track you want, but you'll be able to do like start the career or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would be better than not being able to do anything, but I wonder I'm if sure they're going to limited. In they might way. have to make it a standard, I guess, because <clears throat> if they're saying that it's going to work with all games, mm-hmm. though, then I'm not sure. That's basically because I know that demos are expensive to make. Mm-hmm. So if you're telling people that they have to introduce that into, I don't know. It's just one of those things. I don't know enough yeah. about the systems, but I'm fascinated, and especially because they've they've kind of nodded and gone again. Sorry, no backwards compatibility. Yeah, but but Guy Kai is that but, is going to handle yeah, all that. Kind of said that the whole uh, library is going to be available. Mm. I think they made it. They were quite cagey about how they said stuff. Like mm. they were like yeah. their goal and their long term plan. All this kind of stuff was to have everything playable through the streaming stuff. Yeah. I mean, how much of that is actually going to be there day one? If anything will be there day one, we don't know. But that's going to have to, if that's the only way to play all those old games, it's going to have to be good. Yeah, it is. It's going to have to work day Having one. Having said that, yeah. like, I mean, a big concern for me with all this stuff is they really have gone heavy on the kind of online features. So you've got a lot of this mm. social stuff. Uh, we'll just jump back actually with the controller yeah. they've announced. Um, so I'm really annoyed they haven't fixed the, the, the sticks. sticks. Yeah. yeah, because they're, they're stubborn mm. with that. Some people argue that, like, I was having an argument with a guy on Twitter last night at two in the morning, as you do, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> about that. And they said, yeah, but, you know, if it's all right for your right thumb, then why isn't it? right for your left thumb and it's like no because you hardly ever use the right thumb stick yeah. it's something you use to jig the camera a bit yeah. and it's awkward when you do it which is why you want your fingers to naturally rest on the buttons yeah. mm. I get cramp from using uh, the DualShock for long periods of time it's because it's not built for people with real hands yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's tiny the, no. mm-hmm. it is t- honestly mm. it's like you could just fit it in the palm of your hand yeah. it's and not good. also because the thumbsticks are next to each other, you get that horrible thing where you clash thumbs if you're yeah. pressing in the same, like, that inwards. That just shouldn't happen. I like, mean, this is the future now, right? Mm. We can share, we can stream, but we can't put <laughs> sticks in the right place. It's monkey stuff. Sony. Is that because they had to put that touch panel in, though? Is that affected no, where the I'm sure they the could have designed go? it in such no, a way. Because all it is, I think it's just a, a case of them being stubborn with their mm. identity and somebody yeah. somewhere said, look, we'll, we'll change a lot, but we're not changing that. Because mm. yeah. they've still got all it is a case of just moving the D-pad and the analog stick. Yeah. And I honestly think, like, I mean, obviously, you know, full disclosure, I did used to write for official Xbox <laughs> magazine, but I've not really got a huge amount of love for the Xbox 360 console and the current form it is. But I do think that its legacy, the best thing about it, are those pads, mm-hmm. those 360 pads, like just having the balls to go, okay, well, we're making 3D games now, so we don't want the president, president on this controller to be the D-pad. Mm-hmm. We want it to be the stick. Yeah. That's what people are going to use the most, and the D-pad's going to be there, but you're not going to use it as often. Yeah. And it's, you don't use it for menus occasionally, and so it's, it's okay to have that kind of awkward mm-hmm. claw That's it. for a moment. It doesn't look, you know, it doesn't look symmetrical, but ergonomically, yeah. it's... It's much, much better. It's one of those things where I just wish that Sony had... Because most people, I kind of admit that now, I used to think DualShock was the best controller. And it was. It was. Because it was the best controller. PS2 era. It was amazing. Mm, Absolutely amazing. The WaveBird was pretty... pretty WaveBird wasn't. (sighs) 360 controller S. Sorry, Xbox controller S was was good. It was good. Size of a bear, though. No, 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 controller S was like basically what we have now, more or less. Right, gotcha. But I mean, I'm I'm actually really concerned that Microsoft might do the same. If if Microsoft have a new controller, I'm going to go out and panic by... Wired 360 controllers. Just <laughs> I've already got one. I've already got one. PC, but I might need yeah. more because it's the best. In case it breaks. <laughs> it is like the golden age. Do you remember growing up with like having to go and spend 50 quid on a controller pad for your PC that might be a bit rubbish yeah. on the Cytec ones? Mm. Yeah. It's been a fortune just to get one that was like passable. Yeah. And now it's like 20 quid. You've got one of the best controllers ever made. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, on the controller, in addition to the, the, apart from the lack of the visual change, really, we do have a touchpad, mm-hmm. which they didn't really they make did a say, big deal out of at all. No, no. Nothing about it. They just I, said it is a touchpad. I'm treating that as a 
a boring red herring because it feels to me like what they did with the Vita of going, well, it's got to have all these things. Yeah. yeah. And you sort of think, does it need all those things? Is it, think, my concern is that the pads are going to be quite expensive now because they're already expensive. It, like a PS3 pad yeah. is, what, 35 mm. quid or something? Yeah. Not only does it have that touchpad, it's got the sensor bar as well yeah. on, on the sort of top of it. Oh, yeah. And I thought, okay, well, with that sensor bar, they're going to discontinue <laughs> the move. And then later on in the presentation, Media Molecule come out and say, hey, no, our game uses the move exclusively. So they're not ditching the move. They've just also integrated this sensor bar technology into the I thought the their controller. game just tapped into our brains so it could track our dreams. It does monitor your dreams. <laughs> yeah. That that's what I thought was going to happen. And he said, oh, it's PlayStation Move. I was like, well, that's not really in my dreams. Yeah, yeah that's my I've, nightmares right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I think, wrong, should we yeah. talk about the PlayStation Move stuff? Because <laughs> I think actually this was the most, for me... That was the most exciting part of the presentation. Um, I did love, actually, though, I did love that they really kicked off their presentation with all the technical stuff as well. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Just going, they kind of Here's just all the things straight we kind down of to it, yeah. messed up last time and we fixed this The down. services and the functionality all look really good. I think they do. Is, mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. Well, they did very well. They're not of massive interest to me, but I think like giving people the ability to like live stream and capture and yeah, record. Yeah, being able to record and stream your live gameplay and then, like, a lot of people took the piss out of the share button and it's like, oh, that share button, oh, I quite like that though. Like, imagine you've Should've just done, a- you've just done something super cool and mm-hmm. then you just go boom and if that, is, if that instantly takes a screenshot and then, you know, just puts it on Twitter. Yeah. Well, it's like, like that's it, awesome. I think it's like constantly recording the last couple of minutes. Yeah. Mm. So and you can just go back. Something yeah. awesome can happen. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, that is excellent because cool. the thing is there are kids already bending over backwards to set up systems with their PCs so mm. they can do this. Yeah. 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 Um, Completely negates all that. And I mean, obviously, like, you know, Activision with the most recent Call of Duty game, like, again, really went out of their way to integrate an in-game system. Yeah. But in retrospect, it is. I mean, it's a pretentious <laughs> thing they, they bang on about a lot in the presentation last night, but elegance. It's like... Yeah. That's not an elegant solution. Yeah. Having each game develop their own, having one that's built into the platform, that is an elegant yeah. solution. Now, with the PlayStation, <clears throat> excuse me, with the PlayStation Three, like the the slogan was that it only it just does everything or something like that. Mm. Yeah, it actually sounds like the PS Four will do everything. Mm. Yeah, like they haven't with the live streaming, they didn't specify. Uh, a third-party service they didn't specify their own service, so I'm, I'm, I'm interested to know more about that. Well, everything presumably is all through the, the Gaikai stuff, isn't if, it? If but they do, then that is a huge. They, the other thing they were tied to that slightly was how they said, like, say you Matt were playing something mm. and you were struggling. Oh yeah, through the, the Gaikai stuff, I could just jump in to yeah. your game, take controls from you, exactly. and do it for you. Yeah, you, and that again relies a lot on that service working very well. Mm. Because yeah, say you're playing something like. Devil May Cry or something yeah. that's very like timing based mm-hmm. and then, then you've got the lag and stuff on top of that yeah. that's going to be pretty useless yeah. but if it works if it, if that technology is good mm-hmm. and it seems pretty seamless yeah. that's that, going to be quite cool I don't well. know I mean be the awesome. thing is like this is technology this aspect of it this social aspect of you can watch your mates playing mm-hmm. and all this they kind of did that already with OnLive and um mm-hmm. I, I don't know when I yeah, on live on live didn't have the community. That's no, the I know. I know. Game. If but you I'm... if I could look through my my friends list and go, oh, Tom's playing. Even if I saw Tom playing Football Manager, I know mm. Football Manager's not going to be on PS4. But if I could do that through Steam, for example, and go, Tom playing Football Manager, I'm going to watch him play, and then I'm, go, I'm just going to like have banter with him while yeah. he's playing. You can That'd be basically. You can actually. That's true. But I don't know when I, when my mate had it, and it just seemed to be that his mate would just watch him playing games and tell him how shit he was at the <laughs> exactly. Even yeah, just that. It's I don't fun. know. That's the thing is. Maybe this is just me kind of like foddy duddy mode engaged, mm. but part of me just thinks, you know what? Like, I don't want 
my mates to tell me yeah. that I'm rubbish. Like, well, I'm sure it's going to be a, a privacy thing. Like, yeah, you I can know, turn I know. on and off. But I just, uh, it's one of those weird things me and Steve were talking about earlier. It's like um, one of the weird things I have now is one of the reasons I've, I've started to increasingly really like my PS3 mm. in the past couple of months is it's the one thing I can turn on. Yeah. I can just turn it on and play a game yep. without, you know, knob end 53 popping on and send me a message mm-hmm. or anything like this just having that kind of simplicity yeah. and it was kind of my heart did sink a little bit last night when it was like we don't want anything to get in the way of you and your game apart from this vast quantity of social media yeah. related stuff i was like oh yeah it's like as long as all that is purely it's always in, it's always optional it's always then it's optional. fine but they they kind of and they've very, said it very quickly but they said um literally from turning on if the the machine mm. to playing a game will be seconds. It's seconds. Like very quick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If that's true, I mean that great. that for me is quite a small thing. But because I play games in small chunks of time, say I've been playing Borderlands mm. too, it takes me ages to get back to the bit I've been at. Yeah. Yeah. And that if I'm only playing for like fifty minutes a day, if that I'm wasting a big chunk of that just getting back to where I was. Mm-hmm. And that's why like iPad games are good because I literally just resume where I was. I just open the open the cup yeah. and it's back. Like that kind of stuff is that yeah. is, it seems it's like a big that's deal. what they're doing, isn't it? That you just literally just switch it on and you're back where you were in the yeah. game exactly. Yeah. You don't mm. even have to load the game, mm. which if, is awesome. Yeah, if it works like that, then amazing. Yeah, amazing. I'd definitely be up for that because that that whole squeezing in a bit of gaming. Yeah. yeah, I don't tend to do that on my consoles anymore. I do no. it on my PC. Yeah, because my PC because I got it all solid stated and all that yeah. stuff. It means I it's press the button. There. Yeah, Windows is booted up in about three seconds, mm-hmm. and then I'm just on the internet. Yeah. Um, the idea of sitting through and having to press a button to load a game, it's yeah. like, oh, I've only got five minutes. It's like, oh, I forgot the right disc in, and oh. I'll tell you my, my biggest prediction for all this stuff, though, actually, from last night, and it's something I've thought about in the past, but now I think, oh, I bet this is going to happen, mm. and I'm so excited about it with the Gaikai stuff. Yeah. There's online streaming of games and being able to play games. That's cool, but it's not going to work very well in the UK because our broadband infrastructure is still pretty crap. And the UK is better than most places in the world. So mm-hmm. for a lot of places, you're just shafted, unless yeah. you live in America, basically. But one thing it would really work for is this back catalog stuff. Because mm-hmm. really, if you think about it, all they're trying to do is they're trying to stream internet data at the same rate that the media device would. So if you're trying to emulate, like with a PlayStation, if you're trying to emulate a CD, mm-hmm. like that's easy. Yeah. Like you're only trying to stream like a couple of megasecond yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Like less than that yeah. and so that would work really well and the same with PS2 with DVDs mm-hmm. imagine right because they're already kind of doing this with PlayStation Plus of the fact that they've actually they've realised that they can't just do an Xbox Live anymore it's too late for that mm-hmm. they can't just be like 40 quid a year and actually it's a feather in their cap at the moment that they can go you give us 40 quid a year and we'll give you loads of free stuff Yeah. imagine if they had like I think we're we're on the verge of having it announced in some way of the kind of almost like the Spotify equivalent mm-hmm. of, well, that's what they for were, games that's what they were kind of aiming at I think yeah. I think the, the issue is that it's still I mean the, the, I think the, the point about like streaming data from a CD or a DVD and is kind of not quite the point because it's still going to be streaming video not data that is then turned into a game it's got to be the pure video that is streamed and that is still going to be very heavily reliant on broadband technology mm. even if, if it's bad you're going to get low bit rate lag and it's going to be terrible yeah um so basically like it needs that technology needs to have improved a lot since what they did on like the the, the browser-based stuff they've had running yeah. but i wonder i wonder if and this is what me and matt were talking about a minute ago is that this is just the instancy because i don't know if you guys are familiar with the blizzard things basically it's like has the different tiers when you install 
So you really only have to install, like with StarCraft 2, like about 20% of the game. Yeah. And then it just goes, okay, you can play it now. You're good. You're good And to then go. it won't have everything, but then if it needs something that it hasn't downloaded yet, it will just quickly download yeah. that bit. Yeah. yeah. And it seems like it just, it literally just down, first downloads the, the core of what you need. Because then when you start like a custom map or, you know, a certain bit of the game, it will still stream a little bit of data that it maybe didn't get and yeah, didn't yeah. think it needs. And then once you decide what you want to, play then it goes okay i'm just going to stream this little bit of data and it's usually very very small but that's what i mean it's like at the moment what guy cares is it is just streaming a video and it's yeah. playing the game somewhere else on yeah. their servers yeah. but imagine if if it became a system let's just say i want to play let's just blue sky thinking yeah i want to play final fantasy 12 on my vita mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. or my ps4 and i go play and it just starts the game immediately yeah. and i'm streaming it off Gaikai mm, yeah. but whilst I'm doing that it's downloading it downloading it and yeah. then as soon as it's finished downloading it just goes boom swaps over my save file on the cloud from wherever it is mm-hmm. to my system mm-hmm. and then, then I think that works that works for stuff that works natively on that platform so PS4 games for example you could do that and it could download the data then take over from the, the video stream but we're talking about backwards compatibility stuff mm-hmm. yeah. the point is that those games are not going to run in like code form, I guess on no. on those platforms. So it has to be always be video. So you can't you can't kind of buffer video because it's live. You have to you have to like be in control of what's happening. So it mm-hmm. has to be a constant stream of stuff. Yeah, so it I mean, can't be. It has to be like rubbish, the, it? the video, the backwards compatibility stuff. I think is a separate thing to the play while you're downloading yeah, thing. Yeah. They're very different things. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they implement the sort of infrastructure behind that. Yeah. Uh, backwards compatibility yeah because if it is just I mean I think the streaming is for instancy for being able to like I want to check out a game right now Mm. I think that's brilliant Yeah. yeah but I don't and I'm quite vehement that I do not think streaming can be an adequate replacement for gaming I don't think it will completely replace it um just because yeah not having that that reaction speed I remember when I was at um the officers of Bethesda last year, I believe seeing Dishonored Mm -hmm. and I previewed it there a couple of times and I kind of like every time I played this on in their office, I kind of felt like something wasn't quite right. I felt like I like this game. I do like it. I liked everything about it, but it felt like something was wrong mm. and it felt like there was something getting in the way of me enjoying the game. And I couldn't work out what it was. And then I worked out what it was. And it was what they were doing is they were doing the classic thing that a lot of publishers do. Um, you know, when you're a journalist, they go, oh, come and play the game here. And they make the best possible environment they can. And they get a nice sofa and they get a really big screen. But the really big screen is a really big mistake because what happens with HD displays over a certain size is because it has to actually do this processing to make it work, mm-hmm. you will get slight lag. Yeah. And that's why kind of the optimal screen size, I think, is about 32 inches because that's like... It runs, but there's no lack. Yeah. But anything bigger than that, and that even that slight disconnect, we're talking about like a fraction of a second here, a second here from every time I move the camera mm-hmm. to when the camera moves on screen, just created this disconnect yeah. that made me mm. not feel. And, like and I was that kind the game. of lag is nothing compared to lag precisely you get in yeah, exactly. like latency over video streaming. And so. so I really hope they are looking for a workaround. Things they've, they've spent a lot of money on this, and they made a big part of their whole conference about it. So mm-hmm. if it it's must not be- if it's not good, I don't see why they're pushing it so much yeah it has to be something they think is gonna for one sell the game they're saying that everything you can just go onto the store and instantly play a demo or whatever yeah if that demo isn't representative of the game then i don't see how that's benefiting it could just be the uk getting shafted though because we are just Mm -hmm. a tiny little island and america does have an awesome broadband infrastructure it's not as good as you might think well no it's true it's it's actually pretty crap it's better than here um the koreans will be fine Mm, netherlands yeah 
They've got good internet. Good got internet amazing internet. Mm. Yeah. So is that the plan then? We just all pre-order we a PS4 move, and move, move to the Netherlands. Netherlands. Video yeah. Gamer Netherlands podcast is what will be known <laughs> as when PS4 launches. So, I mean, I kind of feel like, yeah, this, this online aspect is, is, some of it's quite cool, but some of it maybe isn't, isn't the meat of the pudding and might not really define the console. Yeah. Um, the other Gaikai thing that they mentioned is the remote play with the Vita. Yeah. And I was wondering when they're going to bring the Vita into the conference. And it was through this remote play with Gaikai. And it sounds... All right, actually, well, it's basically works, what the Wii U works is. works like though. the Wii U, great. Yeah, I've people like Vita, that. I'll probably have a PS4. Exactly. I'll use a Vita more than I do now. I don't think it'll be a reason for me personally to buy a Vita. If they can somehow do some kind of bundle, mm. so like you can get a discounted Vita if you buy it with a PS4, yeah. that's going to be expensive purchase. <laughs> be but expensive. that is something that, like, that is more appealing the Wii U, that that's a nice function, yeah. but I don't want to play the Wii U games. Exactly, exactly. At yeah. the moment, but it, I will probably want to play quite a PS4 games. So. I admit, yeah, it's it's a pretty tasty function, especially because like I've, I've, at the moment I still live on my own while I live with some housemates. Mm-hmm. Um, my girlfriend has a nice, really nice flat, so yeah. much nicer in London. And I know that at some point in the future, I probably will end up moving in with her or moving somewhere else with her. And I don't know, like the You're idea of me just it. spending all this time in front of the TV mm. playing video games, being like, what? What? I'm playing games. Yeah. Um, the idea of being able to kind of have that kind of unrestrained high-end game experience. And it's not just about the kind of fidelity. It's more that you get access to more games. I mean, yeah. handheld mm-hmm. game devices are great, but the type of games that work on them and the type of games you can get are quite limited. Mm-hmm. And so that idea of being able to just sneakily get out my Vita and play whatever I want to play. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And it actually, that like is. You, you need to just get rid of your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there seems, I to be a, there seems to be a problem here, and I don't think it's the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> she, is, she is quite attractive and pretty awesome. Yeah, but I did don't, you see the Final I, Fantasy demo? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That was pretty yeah. good looking as then well. They'll release Come on, though. Attachment. Right. Let's have a quick whiz through oh, yeah. of the. Uh, let's not have a quick whiz through the attachments, my God. Mm. Uh, let's have a quick whiz through the games they've shown. So, mm. like, first of all, Square Enix could naff off on a yeah. bus, right? Because they're just like. Turn up and go. Hey, you like games? We're gonna make games. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a video we showed last year. That was embarrassing. And then the guy came out on stage. It, I love the way. Basically, he came out on stage and said, "Oh, I've come to tell you one thing," <laughs> and then just kind of went, "Keep an eye at E3." Yeah. yeah and that was it. And it's like, really? We're making Final Fantasy. It was the equivalent <laughs> of somebody going, "I've got a secret. Come closer. Come closer. Come closer." <laughs> It was literally like, oh, screw you. Yeah. Why have you, you just blown spit in my ear? I was Massive expecting tease. something. I was expecting like a Peter Moore tattoo moment. Oh, like some yeah. kind of big thing. Oh, yeah. I thought All this is going to be like the next Final Fantasy exclusive in PS4 mm. or something big. And it was just... <laughs> He's going to rip off his... Do like a Superman. I don't understand why they need to get that guy out to say this. For some reason, I've just, got an image of him like face. him like turning around, lifting his shirt up and having a massive full back tattoo of Squall and Renoa doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Being like, check this out. And then the I'll lights go three. out. It was, it was total nonsense. And it was just like the Family Guy episode where is it Lois runs for mayor or school counsellor or something and she realises that if she just says... 9-11 so if she says something yeah. buzzy yeah. everyone will go mad mm. so he's like Final Fantasy ah, and it's like yeah. Final Fantasy okay let's get down to it mm. he's shite these days total shite yeah it's, it really annoys me that it they, should have been an apology firstly yeah. and secondly just say please please buy our new game yeah. not oh yeah I'm the big man yeah Final yeah. Fantasy's coming Psst, wait till E3 
Yeah. yeah. See ya. <laughs> rubbish. It's total rubbish. Yeah, that's the thing is they're not Rockstar. And it, one thing that really rubbed me up the wrong way about that is bef- as they introduced Square Enix, you know, the guys from Sony was like, still name dropping Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the same game you name dropped when you went, hey, here's a HD video of what it might look like mm. if we remade it. And then no announcement of new games. It was odd that they showed that tech demo that they've already I mean, shown that and everyone's seen. nice. Like, if that is, if PS4 games will look like that from Square, which I doubt, it's like, but they might. <sighs> some of them might. Mm. Um, that's good. But, but it, why it, show it, something it'd old? It'd be nice if they'd at least shown a different version of that demo yeah, or yeah. Diff- something. Well, well, that's Final Fantasy through and through now, isn't well, it's it? It's not a demo, is it? It's just, basically... It's like a- so, no ideas, nothing. Just like, going, <laughs> what are we going to do? Honestly, what are we going to do? Total make, knob. Make, it's total, total knob. Make Final Fantasy thirteen five. Mm. Do it. This We're Square Enix. We're Square yeah. Enix. And we want to make films. Yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. made no sense. With all these brand new demos and tech demos, and then they show something that we've all seen before. Yeah. Well, I, guess, all seen I guess their point was, like, this is not this is apparently running on the PS4, and before it was all PC I stuff. I don't but care. For most people <laughs> watching it, who, just to be fair, were mostly hardcore people that had probably seen this already, yeah. it was a bit naff. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I'm not even a hardcore fan, but I've seen that thing. Like, I'd have much looked... rather they'd shown, like, Just Cause or something. Oh, like a Square game that I could... You know, what, like, it, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what it felt like with oh, Square Just Cause being there? Because, yeah. like, Ubisoft are there, because Ubisoft are everywhere. Yeah. Mm. They just turn up everywhere and swear mm-hmm. their allegiance. Quite surprised by Activision. But with Square Enix being there, it's like they've been, like, hooked up with Sony for so mm. long. Like, so long through everything that... Even though they had nothing really to offer, it's like it felt like they just had to be there. Yeah. It's the equivalent of like having a mate from back home that you don't really like that much and you haven't seen in ages and maybe he has too much to drink most of the time you go out with him. But you, but you invite him to your wedding yeah, yeah. anyway and it's like, and he kind of, oh, you don't really want him there. It's kind of, you don't want. For a football yeah. analogy, it's kind of like where people still think Liverpool are a big club. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And it's, I know they're, right. they're really not. Yeah. Yeah. But people think they are. Coasting off the glory. Yeah, they're still like, well, we were big. In the 80s. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Square Enix so are big. Perms. But mm. what I find mental is that Square Enix come on the stage and go, Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was racist. Um, <laughs> I, I do apologise for can uh, we, can my we colleague. use a filter to remove that <laughs> racism from that? I don't know what happened to me. I haven't had enough sleep. But why wasn't it Deus Ex or something? You know? They've got much... Their games... Like, the games made, like, since they merged, the other half of the merger... Have been much more interesting. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Definitely, yeah. Massive massive stuff. but you can see who wears the trousers. Yeah, but then also epics. You know, there's a volcanic dude with a hammer. It's like mm. seen it. That was boring it. as well. Mm. So I, think, boring. I think that was their their desperate attempt to have some kind of epic presence because obviously epic is pretty much associated with Xbox yep. yeah. at the moment. I think it's more about yeah sh- showing off faces and yeah. showing off company names. Yeah, I was re- actually I must admit I was very surprised to see Activision there. Because yeah. Activision mm-hmm. had been in bed with Microsoft for and no a EA. while. No EA. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit odd. Which actually. I wonder if maybe it's a case of like Sony have been putting the feelers out for Destiny for a long time mm. just because they knew they couldn't screw it up this time. <laughs> and so when Microsoft swaggered over and went, hey, so how about this Destiny game? And they went, oh, actually, we're kind of like, we're not really talking about that at the moment. They went, yeah. oh, fuck. <laughs> and then she went, well, screw you then we're gonna go and talk to EA and I wouldn't be surprised if we see them like out the wazoo with sports stuff which to be honest would be a, yeah. it would fit better because with, Destiny is a yeah. big it's gonna be big but if they'd have had just a Call of Duty or FIFA it'd have been much bigger than yeah. the Destiny thing like the Destiny thing they played mm. on the fact that Bungie haven't been on PlayStation platforms for 10 years wherever it was but there wasn't anything to get excited about what they showed mm-hmm. because 
We just had the reveal. We just had that yeah, reveal about yeah. what, four days ago. Or I something. do like how they needed four guys to come up on stage. <laughs> four and of the most awkward looking guys yeah, you've ever seen. Less yeah. them. Like I don't really. Are they all going to take turns speaking? No, no, no. Just <laughs> just the one guy. The one guy's going to speak, <laughs> and then they're going to all wave. We've, and we've all been there though. Like that was reminded me of when I was much younger doing a young enterprise presentation. Uh, uh, was all standing up on stage as our little company, and mm. only me and another guy doing speaking. But then everyone else just stood there with their hands in their pockets, yeah. being like. The and dancers. having that conversation before you going on of being like, do we all need to go on stage? Yeah. Do we? But then being like, no, so we, no, all, no, we, we all, all should. should yeah. We all should. <laughs> Just so they know that we all did this. It's like, kind of, yeah, it's a little bit awkward. But, it was like um, school stuff. It was weird. Yeah. But I mean, like you said, Tom, it's kind of, it had lost its impact a little bit because we all knew I think, about I think maybe, Destiny. maybe like real diehard Sony fans, like we're like in a position where we're, we just play everything. Mm-hmm. We support everything because that's our job more or less. But, there are probably still people that are so hardcore one platform yeah. that for them this is like a big deal. Like and it, it, Bungie I think it is a big coming deal. over to to PlayStation, yeah, and, and with the, ex- the exclusive uh, content, exclusive content which is like Pff, as wishy washy as it can yeah. be in terms of like it doesn't it doesn't mean that other platforms are going to get their own content and stuff. But it's like maybe it's a big deal, but for mm. me it was a bit. To end it on that just seemed a little bit. Like, just the fact that I, I saw Master Chief in a Sony conference was weird enough. Yeah. It's because it's odd. I can't work out if Destiny being shown under the Sony banner means that... Because Activision have been really weird. And we talked about this on the podcast, this week's podcast, actually, about just about the fact that they've they've kind of gone, oh, well, this year's Call of Duty probably won't do as well as mm-hmm. the last year's one. And it's like, what? Just just the making humble noises suggests that... Well, to me, it suggests that maybe they've, just, they've got so confident that Destiny's going to make them a lot of money that mm-hmm. they've actually gone, you know what, we can stop puffing our chest out a bit on this front yeah. but I wonder either that that's just their main focus or maybe they're doing both maybe we're going to see Call of Duty being the main focus with Microsoft mm. maybe they're just playing them I think we almost certainly will like Xbox and Call of Duty are so tied like, yeah that is going to imagine that will be their, their biggest thing at Microsoft reveal whenever that is yeah will be this and do you reckon we might see Rockstar doing some stuff with Xbox then? Because I was sort of almost surprised not to see I don't know. something about GTA Five. Mm, I don't know. Nice. I'm, I'm kind of. I know people seem to think it's coming next gen as well, but I, just, I don't think it is. You reckon? My, I don't think it is. Like, I, I think it's going to be unless they've been working on this for a long time. Like, I can't see how they like the delay. People think that means they're making it for next gen as well. But can you really get a next gen port running in the extra four months they've added? I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Mm. I don't know. Uh, what Knack. else? I mean, in terms of the other games, I mean, obviously Watch Dogs was probably the most exciting thing, right? Mm-hmm. We've seen that before, but it was nice to see it um, again. In daytime. And in daytime, because obviously night always looks pretty in games. Yeah. Um, you, can, a, you can hide a lot in night as well. Although I couldn't help but notice that... I can hide a lot in night. <laughs> okay, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But no, that was a cool demo. Um <laughs> I don't know what that game... I still don't really know what that game is going to be because that was the most boring mission in the world. It looks a lot like Assassin's Creed with guns. Go and stop a domestic, basically, wasn't it? It was was just like, okay, everything looked cool and, you know, you can sort of instantly get information from people and then you got that... You hacked that guy's bank account Mm. and then that was the world's fastest ATM, by the way. It's like, Mm. money. Uh, It's the future, dude. Come on. uh, Well, yeah, okay. But yeah, if that's the caliber of mission that you're doing, I, I hope know. not. That was no, well boring. 
I love it when developers or whoever uh, play their games yeah. because you know, like with Colonial Marines, <laughs> yeah. so that's always going to come up now. It's like they're playing and they're creeping around, whereas yeah, most yeah. players are like barreling <laughs> through. <laughs> and in this mission, you you find the guys having the the quarrel, yeah. and then off he runs. And you saw the guy put his crosshair over uh-huh. it, go red, mm. and then you just let him go. Yeah. Most you, you wouldn't even listen to the end of that conversation. Just go bang, yeah, headshot shot him straight and, away. Come on, since you like, brought that knife, just exactly. Be like, See ya. Yeah. Like, why is everyone? And that's what really but they have to show off of course, I suppose but, but yeah that's it always makes me laugh at the presentations yeah. I'm like this is what it's going to be they like, do lots of not... stuff that in, in reality you struggle to do like the bit where he made like the um the pillar things come up to stop that car oh, yeah. and smash into it like he in did the it really of, in the middle of playing that is yeah, probably something you're not going to do is it it's gonna but be if it is just one button something you could do yeah. but Maybe I imagine it, yeah. on the fly without really knowing that car was coming until the last second mm-hmm. it might be quite tricky to yeah. do but as a demo it'll look cool I that's probably something cool. you can do mm. but yeah. that maybe it's something I'm assuming you, you that, plan that might be like than... a context button so mm. they've got like press triangle at any time mm-hmm. and it will just like whatever you've kind of locked onto it'll do whatever something yeah which could be quite fun yeah I did love the irony though of it being like the most good-looking game at the conference for a console which is entirely based around being constantly connected Mm. in every way is a game that completely highlights all of the things that are potentially really bad about that. (laughs) It's like... Lol. It's weird, like, but then the infamous demo as well was kind of started off yeah, in that vibe God. as well. Yeah. Like, I, thought they, I, thought that was, I thought that was what yeah, same to begin with. Because yeah. they were banging on about CCTV cameras yeah. and how monitored we yeah, all are. They mentioned are. like superhumans and stuff like that. Oh, right. like, well, so that, poor. That so escalated had, quickly. Yeah. The guy at the start, um, I don't know who he was, you know, he was going, you know, he was really mugging for the camera, like. Oh yeah, it was people rubbish. watching you all the time. Oh yeah, he was super excited. Uh, yeah. He was like, "I but used to creepy. think the cops were the good guys, but then I got busted and tear gassed." Yeah, who, and who now... thinks cops are good guys? <laughs> yeah. Like, firstly, yeah. and that, and then it was like, "I used to think the cops were good guys, but maybe they're not." How important is security? <laughs> but what if there were superheroes? <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> it was just like, what the... What, what happened? Like, yeah, what happened? What it happened? <laughs> it's rub like, that was rubbish. That whole mm. thing, that, that told yeah. me nothing. Infamous yeah. was just weird. like... And Killzone was It worse. looks cool. Infamous, the thing is, I remember at the time when Infamous and Prototype both got announced at the same time and there were yeah. two games going, they both look really similar. Yeah. And now it's like a new Infamous game and it's like, how does it look more like Prototype? Like, yeah. you've had all these years yeah. to make it look less like it did. Prototype. That's what I was thinking as well. It looks much closer to Prototype. I'm not interested in that in the slightest. And actually, mm. I must say, I've been thinking about this a lot. I'm not really interested in Killzone. Um, no. I've forgotten. No. I did think, I know Steve didn't like it, but I thought it looked nice. Like, I was, well, I haven't seen the HD version yet. I was only based it on the stream. Yeah. But that, as a, like, a, the first, this is like PlayStation 3, we'll look at it. Yeah. PlayStation 4, it looked impressive. Like, if that's launch quality, what are we going to That's pretty Find good. Me, yeah. Absolutely. But it, when they started actually playing oh, it and God, shooting I things, I was like, meh. Yeah. I love the lighting. The lighting and the smoke, mm. I thought were awesome. And actually, it's, it's one thing to say graphics don't matter. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. And there is some truth to that, absolutely. But I think one of the games that we played recently, that Aliens Colonial Marines, which was severely hamstrung in the graphics department, it, it proved that it did matter because actually you looked at the tech demo and we did a really extensive video about this on the website if you want to look and find it. But in the original demo, it had this amazing lighting and amazing smoke and it created a sense of atmosphere. Yeah, mm-hmm. And what I loved about this was having this clarity of this shiny city. And then when the bombs started going off, the lighting and all this smoke, it did create this mm, real yeah. sense of like panic. And yeah. I thought, that actually looks cool. Where it lost me was when he was holding onto a space rope, flying on a spaceship, on a shooting at things with a space mm, pistol. Yeah. Because there is something that I think developers really need to understand quickly is that 
these fancy graphic set pieces don't work anymore. We've just, I don't know, like if you, they kind of might work on some people, but mm. I kind of feel like you become desensitized them so quickly. Yeah. When I was watching that, I was just like, I'm bored. And I find it really depressing that they're using the technology to make these things look fancier yeah. when actually they have the potential to create these really emergent, exciting worlds where you're kind of fighting through cities and you're not in a scripted sequence. Yeah. Because the scripted sequences, the reason they existed was because developers went, well, we want something like this to happen. Mm. And they went, well, we can't do that because... Yeah, it's it, too complex. It kind of it almost instantly killed it for me when you get that nice intro and you're seeing all the nice lighting, like mm. this is really cool. And then as soon as it gets into the gameplay, the first thing, press R3 to melee. Yeah. Seriously, well, we're, we're back problem. here again. We're that's, doing that, this. That's exactly. I it. think that was that. I think that was their nod to say, look, this is the game. I think they're trying to make it clear that you're, that someone was playing it. Yeah, but it's still that's the kill zone. Kill zone and crisis can do one. Yeah. They are they are tech demos, mm. and they're not even interesting tech demos because yeah. they're still predicated around this rubbish FPS it's nonsense. Not interesting. Like, oh, it makes me so mad. People like people are like, that looks really good. It doesn't look good mm. aesthetically. It looks good, and you're right. <laughs> you know when you're like, oh, yeah. the city looks good, but oh, I'm looking down the site. I'm shooting stupid bad guys. Mm. If I wanted to do that, I could go into the office next door, I could grab the little Nerf crossbow, and I could put look down the site, and yeah. I could shoot people when they're not looking. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's Killzone. And that's be- that is better looking than Killzone, because it's real. Yeah. And I think you've got you a go. period. Mm. I think you've got a period about a minute, maybe 30 seconds, at which a game either looks ugly or beautiful. And it's bizarre. You know, you get your brand new shiny HD telly, and you sit down, and you go, whoa! And then a minute later, you're just playing a game. And the same thing happens now if you switch on an N64. You switch it on and go, oh, my god it looks so ugly and then a minute later yeah. you're just playing you're it playing. and it looks kind of nice actually just, and yeah, your eyes just fix everything else somehow yeah. mm. but having said that like this is the thing that really annoyed me is that the main games they showed look very like come on guys you've just talked about how this technology <clears throat> opens up the creative possibilities because mm-hmm. it's so powerful that there's no limits you can just make whatever you want and then it's like but we're just going to keep making everything we've made before game. even though the reasons we made games like this before would use technical limitations yeah the thing that excited me most was this um, stuff that Media Molecule worked yeah. out of being able to kind of use the move controller. It's a very brave thing to do. It is. To say, and literally say, move controller, we love you. Is essentially, and is I think Braver was exactly that, what they make your dreams reality or some bollocks. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> I, I hated the Media Molecule bit. I'm not <laughs> really. I thought, no, fair it was, I think it was I thought the, it was like a load of like pretending stuff it was like, Wii Music and like yeah that's what he reminded me of the, the Wii Music bits. demo was one yeah. of the worst E3 things I've ever seen this wasn't as bad Rubber as drums. that but the way I mean I found it quite cringy the way they were all there getting really into it and like pretending they were playing these instruments and stuff and they were moving their bodies around and everything when they basically had a move control in a hand which was the only thing making anything happen mm-hmm. and they was like the games look what well, the game whatever that was looked like it was tracking their every movement Oh, yeah. No. See, and it clearly was bollocks. Yeah, it was bollocks. Well, it was. I, and it was absolute bollocks. And actually, that, that it's really annoying because that was the bit of the presentation that excited me the most. Mm. But also, it was the bit that worried me the most because what they started off by just saying, hey, move was rubbish. Mm. We don't really know what to do with it. But then we realized we could do this with it. We realized it was really fun mm-hmm. and people can use it to craft stuff in 3D. And I know from experience because I used to do art stuff and drawing is fucking hard. I can't do it. But sculpting is easy especially clay sculpting like mm. you know because you just you keep, just keep going keep going take a bit off add a bit take a bit off and even if you're rubbish you can always make something that looks good if you put the time in um, and being able to do that and then obviously like little big planet 
what what really got in the way of that sometimes was it was too much emphasis on programming mm-hmm. and yeah. drawing stuff with thumbsticks isn't much I fun. I worked on tutorials for uh, Little Big Planet Vita, and some of the things, the processes you had to go yeah, through to make that. some of the cool stuff ridiculous yeah. absolutely ridiculous if you can then do that just with the move controller and literally just carve things yeah great even if you can make level design so literally mm. the scale of being like okay well now I'm making a mountain mm. Boom. now I'm making a tiny object yeah. and being able to share and collaborate I mean one of my favourite games of this generation weirdly even though it's a bit rubbish in the end of it but I love Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts I love, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and I love, I love the creativity of being given this toy box mm. making something daft and then playing around with your mates yeah. and if they can make a game like that where you can literally like, define it and go these are the wheels yeah. and you've made yourself a car that you can drive around that'd be amazing yeah. but what worried me about it is the fact that they kind of went hey look you can make your own little worlds and stuff and then they went they didn't mention a game that they're putting no. in mm-hmm. or even an idea even though it very clearly hinted that mm-hmm. they're going to make some sort of little big planet style thing mm-hmm. but then yeah I completely agree what really worried me was then they went Oh no! Here's the models dancing, yeah. and now here's one of Ro- our dreams. Rock band. It's oh, just like yeah. as soon as they did that, it was bollocks. Suddenly, like, yeah, suddenly it went from being like this is potentially incredible creative tech mm-hmm. to being like, oh god, this isn't another Milo and Kate, is it? This isn't just a cool idea that's never going to be seen it's ever again. It's just complete bollocks at the end. <laughs> it, it was, was complete bollocks. and utter yeah. bollocks. That was not gameplay. I'm sorry, but that was. Some that had to be like pre-programmed. Okay, this guy's going to do this. They were not doing that all with the movie. I thought they were going to show no us. Way. I thought going to show us them building something because the yeah. bit leading up to it, they were like showing us like sort of three D like worlds and stuff that I assume they'd made using this stuff. And then it was just here's a load of people pretending to play music. Yeah, yeah. And that just I didn't get what I, I just lost. I get now. the impression with that that what would have happened is somebody would have said. So whoever was organizing the event and the show mm. said, no, no, it needs to end with some sort of big thing yeah, he's, he's dead dead with, with a, bang. a bang and so they added in the music thing even though it's bollocks the music thing was just pure pure bollocks the dancing thing sort I can of. see it because yeah. what I can see with that is there was that game on the Nintendo DS I think it was called Drawn to Life mm. where you kind yeah. of like you go this bit's the body yes. this bit's an arm this bit's yeah. a leg and I kind of think yeah that could work it'd yeah. be like Spore combined with that yeah. and, and you combine button creatures. presses and then the move controller moves as like say you press X and that it sort of attaches you to the the waist, and then as you move the move controller, that moves the waist. And if you press two buttons, then it's like I'm controlling the waist and this arm, and that can move. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, hot damn! Like if they if they made a game mm-hmm. which was like a 3D adventure game in a Wallace and Gromit claymation style, yeah. in which you actually make the characters for it. Yeah, I I would buy a PlayStation <laughs> Four for that. But I think the biggest issue I have with last night's announcements is. All of the concrete, all of the stuff that we've seen and we know is definitely coming is like, well, it kind of looks like the same the stuff. stuff. All of the stuff that really excites me is the stuff like, you know, the Gaikai back catalog. Mm-hmm. It's all this stuff where it's like hinted at and definitely a potential, but no promises. Yeah, and yeah. I have been burnt by so many things before. I mean, do you remember the Wii? Do you remember how exciting that sounded? Yeah. It was really and exciting. I pre-ordered all that. Of the, I mean, I just remember just going to people in pubs excitedly, lightsaber fighting. Yeah, mm. it's coming, guys. And it's just like, like yeah. the potential always felt like it was there, but nobody really realised it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's my biggest concern with this console. The tech is solid. But actually, having said that, that's all I really wanted. I mean, yeah. what, do you guys feel like, is there anything really missing from what we've games. shown so far? I think, games. yeah. The games, the games they showed, <laughs> like the main Sony ones, which were Killzone, Drive Club, Knack. Knack, was it Knack? Knack. Those. Knack looked like a tech An demo. infamous and stuff. 
they are like they sum up for me Sony first party stuff like they they generally look nice and they're okay but they don't have the I must get these games like mm. Sony I think have struggled outside of like old Gran Turismo mm-hmm. like that kind of messed up slightly but like Inf- um, Uncharted yeah definitely that is a great game but the rest of it I could take it or leave it pretty much yeah. and I think that's why this generation Xbox I know it's had some people don't think they've supported enough first party but it has the bigger exclusives I think yeah and like they've got still got nothing <clears throat> they didn't show anything anyway that like when Microsoft go here's Halo here's like even they'll probably show Forza they won't they won't take years to make that mm-hmm. those games will have more appeal to me than any of Sony's first party stuff outside of Uncharted yeah yeah you're <clears> right <throat> I mean Drive Club I mean getting on the on stage like, he looks like he wants to put his knob that, in I really wanted because there were talk <laughs> about Evolution doing something that was like PGR because they'd hired some ex-Bizarre staff and this is like their dream game. They wanted to make it for nine years or whatever, going on about. And that whole presentation was really boring. Yeah. It's a Probably. racing game. It's, but I like racing games. Like, I, I but want, are, you, are you a car nerd, though? I'm not a car nerd, but I you like, like racing games. I like racing games. I like Forza. And Forza's all about mm-hmm. car nerds, basically. Yeah. But I still enjoy it. This game, they didn't sell me that that was an enjoyable game. Yeah. The fidelity's not high enough. I've been talking about this before, is that the leap between this generation and next, yeah. it won't be as pronounced, I don't think, as generations before. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to do car porn, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the leap from Gran Turismo 4 to Gran Turismo 5, you're like, wow, okay. Or Gran Turismo 2 to 3, just doesn't happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Until, yeah. I'm, until I'm actually in some sort of holodeck, sitting in that car, yeah. I don't give a shit about driving games anymore. Because it's just, oh, I'm, now we're going around, the, we're panning around the car. Well, yeah, but that's I why I think so much, of the, that's why I think so much of the focus was on the features of the game rather than, oh, this is the game but that itself. Made it, the features didn't sound boring. They sounded dull. They sounded really dull. I kind of liked it. And yeah. like, the, like for me, the main, the main game that I thought, wow, if this is next gen... I'm getting one was Capcom's game. Yeah, and that, yes. that was probably. I mean, they, they. I think it had to be resembling a game because they made a big deal about how it was running on their new engine, and this is like a representative of what it's going to be and mm-hmm. stuff. So if it looks nothing like that, that's like a bigger con than the whole Killzone demo originally. They called it deeper down, didn't they? <clears throat> deep down, deep, deep down. But that look. There's a yeah. bit where they're walking through a cave and he passes someone a torch or something. Yeah. And that, if that is the game, if that looks like that when we play it, uh-huh. that is a leap that I'm pleased yeah. we've got. Like that, that is that fire looked. It game game fiery. game could be rubbish, but that for me is like almost like a a CG movie type. Mm. Quality. It's not going to be as good, but if that level is what we're going to get, yeah. that is good. I mean, but that, that is still that's still a demo. I mean, that looks like whatever it turns out to be. It looks like the spiritual success of Dragon's Dogma, <clears throat> yes. and I'm so pleased about that because Dragon's Dogma felt like uh, a natural continuation of the kind of trend of games like Dark Souls and Demon Souls. Yeah. And because I'm kind of terminally worried about Dark Souls Two at the moment, I'm really concerned that Namco are just going to piss that up the wall. Well, it's like um, Dragon's <laughs> Dogma is is ripe for a sequel. Yeah. Like for anyone who's played it through to the finish and knows what the end I'm not going to do spoilers <laughs> it's amazing isn't it it's <laughs> mental it's the best it's game ending ever exactly I think. Yeah. exactly um, so if they kind of extend on that into if if this is a new Dragon's Dogma yeah. then great I, I, it seems to me I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're literally sitting around still working out if it's worth it if they uh-huh. if they either just want to make a Dragon's Dogma 2 and keep this as a new IP sure, yeah. or whether it's valuable did they say it know. was a new IP though I think they might have done they did. I think they did actually, yeah. But 
I don't know. I don't know. Like Dragon's Dogma sold very well in Japan, didn't it? I think it sold very well. Like I, I, don't, okay. I don't know if it's a big enough. Without, it's not a big enough to, like, name to their, for their first no. next gen thing. Mm. Here's Dragon's Dogma. It might. I yeah, they, maybe no. they're just saying, "All right, let's just you know, new console, next gen. Let's just." But uh, whatever it is, like it, they can call it. If it's it spiritual nice. successor, it nice. maybe. Yeah, I mean that's what I think. I think it might be like Demon Souls to Dark Souls. Sure. It might be something mm. that's like basically takes loads of the good ideas. Yeah. Because yeah. um, there were some really cracking ideas in that, and people mm. did love it. And I think they tapped into something there. That um, gamers. I mean, really... it looked like CG film fighting a dragon. Like, what more do you? What more do you want? That's that yeah, cool. all I want. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted. Want fight dragons deep down. Yes. Uh, Jonathan Braid. Uh, Jonathan Braid. Jonathan Blow. Sorry, I had Braid on the mind there. Uh, yeah, he came out and showed the witch came showed, out. and showed mist. Yeah. Yeah. Well shaded mist. Everyone's like, where? Here comes Jonathan Blow. Firstly, Jonathan Blow was sweating so much or was so shiny that he looked like an early Xbox 360 character model. <laughs> Secondly, he was only there to blow smoke up the arse of all the... <laughs> Blows. <laughs> of all Sorry. the fucking people with their wank hats on going, mm. oh, I love independent games. Games are art. Yeah, game, yeah shut up. Uh, like, yeah, exactly. And then, but then he showed the game and I'm like, okay, right, let's get down to it. Stop talking. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, it's missed. It's missed. And it's not or exclusive it either. Like it's not exclusive. Like no. they made a big point about it's going to come out on consoles first on PS4, so probably PC at the same time. Mm-hmm. Plus, I imagine Xbox will get it. At Can't some we just point. call it? Surely the distinction between consoles and PC is dead now. Yeah, yeah. Sure, like just machines. Surely that's just a marketing term now. Arriving so on machines. It's a supercharged PC. It's a console. Well, which yeah. one is it? It's you know it's a PC. I think you just refer to them as the as their name. It's like you got yeah. a PS4. Well, with um, yeah. one of the technical re- requirements, I think for Sony was you were never allowed to call it a console. You had to call it an entertainment system. <laughs> so That's yeah, funny. so you couldn't call it you know in your documentation or in the game. Or please don't turn off the console. I would say mm-hmm. please don't turn off the PlayStation Three entertainment system. Don't turn off the system. Yeah, yeah. don't turn off your PC. That's what it's going to say. And sorry, I don't so- think it's going to say and, that. And so- sorry about the cell. And Kataragi <laughs> cried. <laughs> When you when you boot the PS4, this is an exclusive. Uh-huh. It's uh, the the ending of the Incredible Hulk TV show plays. Oh right! And instead of um, Bruce Banner, it's actually Ken Kutaragi uh-huh. trying to thumb a lift as uh, as they speed past in a Ferrari. Kaz, Kaz and, speeds Kaz, past, and really the Lonely Man theme plays, and he walks off very sad. It's a brave prediction. Can you imagine? That? That'd be amazing. <laughs> actually, we haven't mentioned one game, and that was. The one brand new exclusive. Crank? Crack? Uh, if only it was knack, a crank knack, video game. Knack, <laughs> crank. Knack. It was an odd you game. Stop your heart. It, odd... it looked like a tech. <laughs> to start the whole thing with that game was like, I realised they were trying to tie it into all the services and mm-hmm. stuff. But, like, seriously? It was like, that's the first game yeah. you show for your new Whizbang console? It was it weird, looked, wasn't it? It looked like a tech demo. The way that main character they were was designed, pushing, yeah, they were pushing all, the, all the individual physics particles. and stuff. Exactly. This character has all these moving bits exactly. that are physics. That's what, that's, I think that's why they But we have that. had physics before. That's the, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. <laughs> physics isn't a new thing. Like, I remember it's they not. had that demo. They had the thing where it's like, have a look. And look at all these yeah, things yeah. falling down. Do you remember the Max Payne tech demo? Yeah. Where, yeah. That stuff? Like, I remember yeah. that was on a PC, yeah. Years ago, mm. and I realised this is more advanced, but I don't think that's that incredible to look at anymore. And well, well, yeah, with the way well, you're saying that, you know, everyone was like, "So David Cage came on." Oh, yeah. David Cage. I mean, I mean, I like I like elements of his games, but he just so far up his own ass. But he, he's like, 
we've made this head. Mm. And he showed you this head, and I was like, so what? The PlayStation 2 had a head tech demo, yeah. which was amazing. Mm. Exactly the same. Floating head. When was that ever... When was it ever... Floating heads that? are not a thing anymore. They yeah. shouldn't, an be, in. They shouldn't be David in. Cage still thinks yeah. it's a thing. It looked like Keith Carradine. Um, it was... Oh... Like if if that is a head me. in a game, fine. But yeah. at the moment, it's just a head. <laughs> he seems to have a real thing with just disembodied heads. Heavy rain. The loading screens was the disembodied heads. He's got just to just, looking at. He's you. got to just get himself a hobby. You know yeah. that guy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of he's a weird guy. But it's funny because you know David Cage came on and talked about the the evolution of polygons throughout the years in this games. Like Omicron mm. had like yeah. this many, and then by the time we're getting to uh, what's the game called Beyond? Beyond. It's got thirty thousand. And he's like, polygons, polygons, polygons. And then what followed him was the media <laughs> molecule guys, like, yeah, fuck polygons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't, care we don't need them. We like the move controller. You can just do weird shit with it. Uh, yeah, and I'm definitely down with that. I just think it's a shame that, like, um, what's always held back media molecule is they make really charming, cool things, but then the actual process of creating stuff is mm-hmm. yeah, an absolute nightmare. Yeah. And I think that's what they need to get around. And if they, they can make, might get around it. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. So anyway, in conclusion, we've got a couple of minutes to wrap it up. So far, based on what we've seen, what are you thinking? I don't know, Tommy, you've been really flip-flopping. Well, this morning, I thought, I'm going to go at lunch because game are taking pre-orders. And I, I kind of, when I pre-ordered the Xbox 360, I had it was delivering and they messed it up and I had to get it day late and that pissed me off. So I think, get it in a store, go and get it on the day. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I'll go at lunchtime, pre-order it. And I thought about the games and I thought, do I actually want to play Killzone? Do I want to play Drive Club? I don't want to play the other stuff. Crave. And I don't, I, I don't know if I do. And I'm pretty sure that very Xbox fanboyish, but the launch games of the Xbox will have more games I want to play. Yeah. So mm. shall I just wait? And I think I will just wait. I think you got to, I think we all just have to wait until we three. Cause I think E3 is when we'll hear <clears> more. It'll be too late then. Cause everyone would have pre-ordered it and they'll be like, Oh, you're in a queue and you're going to get it in like March fine. or something. It'll be like, unless you pre-order it today, you're <laughs> screwed. Well, this is your decision, Tom. By the time you've finished listening to this podcast, yeah. it's already too late. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. never getting one sunshine. What do you think, Steve? What do you reckon? Uh, I'm, it seems uh, strange to say I'm more interested in the infrastructure more yeah. than the games because the games are just more of the same nonsense um, I really I, I think that PC gaming <clears throat> without want to sound too much like Master Race has shown there's a, a whole spectrum of games that aren't just man shooting that hopefully with the whole kind of Jonathan Blow was saying about self-publishing and indie channels essentially mm-hmm. which won't just be delineated as indie channels it will just come into one ecosystem that's what excites me and just being able to turn it off and on again like your mm. iPad there's the kind of infrastructure is more interesting to me than Killzone 25. I must admit. But it's exciting. Yeah. It is exciting to me. Yeah. It's like they've they've backed down from the, the hype of PlayStation 3 and the telling everyone to get on their knees. And now they're like, look, we just want to make a good machine. We don't think we're taking over the world anymore. We just want to do you know what we want to do. And hopefully you'll like it. That's, yeah. Yes. I mean, I think I'm in the same boat, really. It's the killer. It hasn't got the killer apps. And I think if, the, if Xbox does pull something out of its sleeve that's an exclusive yeah. that looks awesome I mean we've still got we've yeah. still got a long time to go so I'm hoping E3 they go look this is the launch lineup, and there's a few games in there that I actually mm. want to get that I can only get on a Playstation at the moment 
Not really. But I am more interested in the actual infrastructure, I think. Mm. And I think what we've talked about this already, but like the idea that PCs are awesome right now and everyone loves them, but we've forgotten that actually what's cool about consoles is the fact that they're simple and they just work. And it's nice having that backup of something that you know is just really reliable. And it seems like the, like the downloading chip in the background that will mm. sort out stuff for you when you're, you're, when it's actually switched off and all that. To me, that all sounds very enticing. But I think my purchase on this, I'm actually weirdly up for a PS4, but it's very much going to depend. It's mainly because I'm really paranoid about what the Xbox is going to be. And mm-hmm. so far, the, as you've probably guessed, I, I, don't, I really can't be doing all this social media connected share guff. Well, you're going to be getting that on the Xbox. I know. And that's the thing is I know that it's going to be worse on the Xbox I just know. And it's a, it's a question of the degree of how much worse. Because if it is like they don't really have any exclusive games that I'm that excited about and the kind of advertising media platform lifestyle stuff is substantially worse, then I think I'm kind of, my body is ready <laughs> again. But yeah, I guess we need to see more. I guess as that, that Square Enix Muppet teased on stage, well, I have to wait for E3. Yeah, yeah. I think when we get to see... At the moment, I'm excited that it's not all rubbish, basically. Yes. Like the worry was they're going to just give us some load of crap and it's going to be a very small step and it's just, why are we bothering? And it's not like that. I'm more excited about this than I was about the Wii U. Yeah. And I like that is, uh, that is a positive screw. thing, I suppose. But I think we just need to see more stuff. Like I'm yeah. excited, but I'm not quite sold yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm excited to see more games. Yeah, predictable conclusions are predictable. Mm. But um, but yeah, hopefully you found that interesting or informative. And thank you very much for joining us for our PlayStation 4 announcement podcast special. If you have enjoyed the special in particular, actually, do let us know, and we'll try and do more of these in the future for for when things continue to get exciting. And uh, do subscribe to us on iTunes or RSS or whatever you like. Just do what you want. My name is Matt Lees. I've been joined by Steve Burns. Bye. Matt Nellis. Bye. And Tom Murray. Goodbye. Bye.